Hey everybody, welcome to Nick's Mix. Got a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Uh, got a lot of re- lot of really cool stuff though in it. So as we know, the kid is any moment away from death. He always seems to have some sort of medical problem. And right now he, he's had a hospital visit and doctor's appointments and blah, blah, blah. So because of that, we have an interview that we have in this part of this episode. Um, he and I are both in the interview. But for this beginning and outro part of the podcast here, it's just going to be me. Um, if you're a fan of him and not a fan of me, I'm sorry. You can just skip ahead to the interview, I guess. But, um, you know, I want to be kind of quick here because we do have a couple of things that we want to talk about. First of all, we are on Apple Podcasts now, which is super cool for me since I have an iPhone and it's better. But we are on there now, so it'd be super helpful if you guys could leave a review, rate five stars, do all that good stuff while you're there. The support for the episodes, again, has been outstanding, guys, and, you know, we can't thank you enough for everything that you guys have done in terms of helping us out with promoting. Now, I talked last week about, or well, technically Monday, about how we're going to have a giveaway for you guys, and that is 100% true. It's going to be something that I think it's going to be applicable to a lot of people, especially very timely with the time of year that it is right now. So I want you guys to listen to the interview we did with Chris Seha, a.k.a. Ideal. He's a good buddy of mine that I've worked with before in different projects, and when it came time to figure out who we're going to have on the show, uh, he was one of the first people I had in mind because it seems to have a really interesting story, and that's kind of the dynamic I want to sort of shoot for whenever we have our guests, somebody who has something interesting or unique or a particular skill set to offer. So definitely one of the first guys I thought of was Chris Seha, a.k.a. Ideal, and so we're going to go ahead and play this interview for you now, and then we'll talk about the giveaway after the fact. So here's our interview with Chris Seha, a.k.a. Ideal. Enjoy. We're in studio today with our first guest of the podcast, actually, so we're super excited to have Chris Seha with us, a.k.a. Ideal. Um, you know, Chris has got a lot of cool things going on right now that we're going to talk about, but uh, Chris, you want, Nick's here, by the way, the other... Hello! The kid's here, um, and obviously Chris is here with us in studio, so um, Chris, you want to kind of give a little introduction about yourself, and then um, we'll kind of pr- dive into what you're working on and whatnot. Yeah, like you said, I go by the name Ideal. I have an entertainment company and release music, do music videos, as well as throw festivals, and have a radio show as well, and I'm just honored to be here on this finally established <laughs> podcast that you guys have, the Nick Mix podcast. Definitely. And honored to be the, the maiden voyage, I guess yes, you would say. Yes, 100%. The inaugural. The inaugural. <laughs> Outstanding. It, it can only get better from here, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're super excited to have you with us, obviously, and you listed off a bunch of stuff there. So let's. I want to start with... Um, with Shy Native Entertainment, the company that you have yes, here. Sir. Um, what does what does the company do for those who don't know exactly what Shy Native Entertainment is? Well, it's essentially like a record label. However, we just didn't want it to be like Shy Native Records, so we felt like it was more encompassing to call it an entertainment business because that's essentially what we are. We can go ahead and shoot some f- photos for you. We can shoot a video for you. We ha- we create our own content, and it's just. A brand that we're trying to build and we feel like it's a strong brand it's something that's easily identifiable for a lot of people so we're super excited about it now you mentioned that you have you know artists releasing music and everything along the lines of that what recently have you had come out uh one of our label mates that we just got uh, words just released secret sessions 2 and that's available on soundcloud and it's a super dope project it's eight tracks it's about 20 minute listen but it, nice. everything on there is nice and dope it, there's not a lot of artists on our label. It's myself, Mike Logic, and Words. But however, I think there's a lot of 
strength just in those three individuals. I can definitely agree with that because I've worked with you on the Music in the Woods Festival, and we'll get to that in a second too. But all three of you guys I've heard are incredibly strong lyricists and, and entertainers on top of that. And if people want to find Words album, do they? How do they go to that? Do they? Just yeah, we him? just go to SoundCloud and put in Words W R D S, and it'll pop up. Secret Sessions too. The man's an incredible talent. He's a beast. He works tirelessly. I think he's already dropped like two or three projects this year alone. Wow! I dropped a project in May, uh, yeah. Gaines, and I've been kicking my feet up for a little bit. Yeah, it's right. Like, just, I'm gonna just take it easy, and this guy's over here running laps. So I'm like, oh, I got to get back in the studio <laughs> he's, myself. He's so. grinding. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my my life is uh, definitely in the music business too. Um, a little bit different size. I'm I'm more on the um, live uh, side of things. Are you guys touring? Are you guys doing anything in, to promote right now? Or I mean, a lot of it is more local. However, there are talks we're, we're gearing up for 2020 to go probably hit the road for a couple couple of venues and try to express extend that good word that is shinated to the uh, masses in that level but you know like anything else it's going to take time you're not immediately yeah. going to go on the road and be rocking for 200 200 plus people it's just your first couple shows right yeah so we'll just take it slowly i think a lot of it is just best to build it organically and just a lot of it is visuals i don't know about your yourself but for me there's a lot of times i'll hear a song and i'm like Oh, it's a cool song. I like it. But then I get the visual, and I'm like, I love this song now. Yeah. So I've had, that's yeah. where we're rocking now. So so you're making music videos and whatnot and stuff like yes, that, sir. too. Um, how do you go about creating that organic fan base in terms of, is it mainly word of mouth and different things like that? Or what is your sort of strategy to market yourself? I mean, it's really just being consistent. At the end of the day, you have to hit them over the head with consistent content that's good, that makes them want to follow you, make you want... You could be the most talented artist there is ever in the world, but if no one knows who you are, they don't want to follow you. Right. It's nothing. It means nothing. Yeah, so, if you can't market yourself, you're kind of missing a huge aspect of the game. You see a lot of people, it seems today, that don't necessarily have all the talent that you know, even yourself, Mike Logic, or Words have, and they're all over the place just because of the way that they're marketed. So having that solid structure of having consistent, well-produced music and everything along the lines of that obviously seems to be a huge part of Shine Native Entertainment's strategy going forward. Now, what made you decide to start a company like this rather than kind of be under another umbrella? Well, you know, the, the business structure changed in the industry, and it got to the point where when I was growing up, and like it was always like, man, we got to get a record deal and right. sign that and get put on and have all these people help you out. And like when I got out of high school, I was signed at 18 to a record label. It was a smaller one, but... Nothing happened with it, but eventually over the years, you just come to realize with the advancement of technology, I mean, it's so easy now to go go in the studio. You, any kid that's 18, 16-year-old kid in his own bedroom can have a, a microphone, a computer program, and they can, if they want to put the time in and learn how to do it, they can come out with some fire music that sounds great, and then they can turn around even on their iPhone and shoot a music video for it. So, like, you don't really need anybody anymore to put yourself on. At the end of the day... If I make some money, I don't want to have to break somebody off with a percentage. Come right. on now, yeah. man. I'm a businessman. 100%, man. Yeah. You're a, you're not just a businessman. You're a businessman. I'm man. a businessman. Shout out, Jay-Z. <laughs> so with the Music in the Woods Festival that recently happened this past couple months or so. Yeah, it was in August. It was in August, right? And I was there helping you guys out. I appreciate you immensely. Oh, of Thank course. You. Yeah, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the just the opportunity to be there, let alone you know make connections and whatnot from that. What made you decide to start a live show like that? And then how did you go about getting that, like the acts in place and promoting it and whatnot? What was your strategy? Well, basically, we've applied for so many festivals ourselves. And 
it basically comes down to the point it's all a numbers game. If you don't have the numbers that they're looking for, they're not going to accept you. And I've seen a lot of those artists, and no disrespect to them, but I feel like my live show, along with Mike, is like one of the best live shows you're ever going to catch because we've been doing this a long time. It's no gimmicks, no nothing. It's like seriously live. We don't have no backing tracks, no nothing. There's We like to call it no safety nets. Yeah, <laughs> so, right, yeah. And we go. We just bring the bars out. So we've done a lot of shows. We've, we've curated our own shows a lot of times. But this time we wanted to do something that was different, and we felt that it was nice to reach out. We partnered with another group, AO Promo. She had her own artist. We went through. We kind of chose which artist we thought would work well for the event. And then from there, it was just promoting and grinding and then hoping and praying that the weather held up and the day it kind of didn't. It, but it was it dicey. Did. It was really dicey sometimes, <laughs> for sure. So what is uh, Chris – or ideal, I'm sorry. Uh, you good. What is your favorite uh, track to play live? For myself, my favorite track to play live, it's got to be something fast. I don't know, uh, a song called like What They Be Saying or something. Just okay. something where I can show off the, the speed and there's bars in it and people can catch it. Is it's, it on the new al- the new album you just dropped? Or yes, is it? it is. It is, okay. yeah. And now where can people uh, find that album as well? Is that also on SoundCloud? That's no, That album is available everywhere on all streaming platforms. If you just put in Ideal Raps, I mean, because if I didn't want to put in Ideal, a million things would come up. Yeah. So you just yeah. put Ideal Raps, I-D-E-A-L-R-A-P-S, one word, and you find Gains is G-A-I-N-Z, because you know we have to be different and difficult. Right. <laughs> I couldn't go with the traditional S. No, why would you? Tup- <laughs> you know Tupac, all his well, album t- yeah. heard. Well, Song my previous games. album was Because I Can, and of course it was BCUZ, so I was like, oh, all right, I'm right, carrying right. it on again. <laughs> Keep the tradition going. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that you're hooked up with Shine Native Entertainment with guys like Mike Logic and Words. Yeah. How did you form those connections, and why, I mean, pretty much what has basically bonded you guys together for, for so long and worked you guys so so tightly right now? Well, Mike is almost like family. He's practically my brother-in-law. I've known him forever. He He's uh, a little younger than me, and... Like I said, when uh, I got out of high school, we had a group, and we were all kind of rapping together, and Mike was in that group. He was a younger guy. So it was myself and uh, another boy of mine called Lake. Uh, we were signed. We went to the studio. We took him along, and you know, obviously he got influenced, and he's been riding with us ever since, and we've done music all these years and whatnot. So he's more like family. And then Words, I mean, he's like family now too, but – Eventually, I, I met Words just through the scene, just performing and seeing him a couple times and realizing, well, one, he's very talented. Two, he's a very cool dude, very down-to-earth, a humble guy, and he's like a straightforward guy, and he's no, no falseness to him, no fakeness. So that's something I identify with, and eventually it just got to the point like, yo, you know, we're trying to do something over here, and I see you doing what you're doing, and if you'd like some help and you want to rock with us, let us know. And he was like, of course, man, I'm down the ride. So he's part of the, the family now. So you mentioned words is just a genuine guy. There's no really gimmick, you know, outside of, you know, his hard work ethic and everything like that. Have you had experiences with other artists, you know, you, you've worked with and different things like that, that present themselves as one thing, but then just totally are a different sort of thing? Or have most of the people you worked with been that style of work ethic? Well, you mean like work with like we've actually done something together or like work with like in a, doing a concert? Because I mean, I, I really don't have any control over that per right. se. But like if I worked with you, yeah, then you're pretty much genuine I'm, I'm not going to be someone that's going to be like, oh, I'm not going to work with you because I don't think you're good. If you hit me up and you want to work, I'll do it. Because at the end of the day, I look like it is, I look at it as an opportunity maybe that I can ex- express and extend my brand or my, my music to your fans and vice right. versa. So it's always an opportunity to collab in that regard. But in this industry, there's a lot of people that are kind of phony and 
there a lot of crybabies and whiners yeah, and whatnot. Really? So I don't really mess with that, man. I I don't got time for that. I, everyone's got to handle their own thing. Everybody's got to put put their own pants on, their own shoes, and we all got to get up every day and deal with whatever we got to deal with. Right. So just do it. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. So I mean, in my world, I'm I'm a DJ. Um, I, I I'm kind of fluid as far as genres go, but ideal. What what if your what the setbacks as far as the hip hop world and you know rapping the game all that type of stuff is there any like blowback or any feedback that you're getting that like makes it kind of difficult to either work with or collaborate with an artist or maybe a venue that you have that are worried as far as what you're going to bring to the table yeah i mean artists i'm not too worried about i mean if i don't rock with you i'm not going to rock with you we just keep it moving no disrespect i'm do me you do you Venues, man, <laughs> that is an issue. It's always really? been an yeah. If you tell them you're doing hip hop, they don't want nothing to do with that. They're scared. Okay, yeah, yeah it's sure. an insurance yeah. and liability sure. issue. Let's be honest. Let's be real. They're just worried about the clientele you're going to bring in. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and you kind of have to. There's been plenty of times where we've had to go in there and finesse them and be like, you know, we're not really. We don't make that type of music where that <laughs> type of crowd is going to come in and be like rambunctious and rowdy like most of the people that we know they're people that wake wake up every morning they got to go to work and you know they got families right. and stuff and whatnot so they're not gonna get too crazy i mean that's a sad part too is like you get for some reason it's always been like the black sheep or the black eye on the music business like half the time when i get requests that i like thug music or whatever mm-hmm. it's from like white college kids and it's like wait a second you guys are so afraid of like these big bad gangsters and little trevor is the one that's trevor <laughs> requesting or clayton i i mean clayton it just it makes white no names sense are there? to me I, I love playing hip-hop i just brett 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 there we so, go with two t's <laughs> of course so kind of touching on that is more of a follow-up why hip-hop you know i'm I was it just kind of your how you were brought up, and that's all you really knew, or nah, was it something nah, that you nah. consciously chose? Be honest, it's because I can't sing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh man, if I if I if I could sing like I like I feel I could, like, you know, when you feel it in your soul, you're like you feel like you're hitting those notes. You have concerts in the oh, car. My, oh, just man. let it go. Oh man, they would have been talking about Justin Timberlake, you know. <laughs> Uh, Michael Jackson uh, and myself in the same Ideals sentence right, right there. Yeah, they would have been like, man, that dude could dance and sing. But <laughs> I, unfortunately, I wasn't blessed with that gift. Uh, you know, auto-tune helps, and I'll try to carry a melody here and there. But it really is that because I, I'm a fan of music to begin with. Yeah, Just yeah. It doesn't matter what genre it is. The other day, like I was telling somebody, I was like, it's crazy. If you came by my desk and I was, you know, working, you would have heard. I went from, like, Chris Stapleton to... Bad Bunny, J Balvin, to uh, Benny King. Wow. To, like, this was all back-to-back different songs I was playing around because, like, I love music. It doesn't matter what style it is. If you were to ask me the best music there is, it's the music from the 50s and 60s, that Motown, those 70s almost. Yeah. That's the music there because if you look at it, most of the music that comes out now in some regard was kind of sampled from A it. lot of samples from so that era. So, to me, that's that was real music and I only gravitated towards hip-hop because I liked hip-hop when I heard it, and then I realized I can kind of rap a little bit, and then all of uh, myself and my boys, that's what we were into, So, and I knew I could do it. You know, I didn't need a singing voice, so that's how I got down with that. So is there sort of a theme or more specifically a message that you try to give out in the music that you produce or you know, even create yourself, or is there just kind of whatever your thoughts are for a specific track at the time? 
I mean, there. If you were to go through my earlier catalog, I've I've touched on a lot of different topics that, you know, I don't think most artists would. Like, I'm pretty. I would always tell anybody, like, not to brag. I'm like, I'm pretty confident I can write anything. If you were to give me a manual from like your car, I'll go and write you a rap about it. And you know, so that's easy to put words together. So I was a little more conscious about that. But as I've come to realize over the time, it's like even my own tastes kind of changed. I don't like that old. The earth, the wind, the moon, the stars, you're as beautiful as you are, conscious. I just want to turn up now. So <laughs> a lot of my music now is like, let's get to get that bounce and let's go. Because okay. if you perform it, like you perform that slower stuff live, it doesn't go off right. as well as sure. something that's a little more um, up tempo. And kids nowadays, they're not really listening to the lyrics. They just listen to the beat and the hook. Exactly. So 100%. I, I kind of like my last album, I consciously went that whole route to just give nothing but bangers but nothing but hard beats and, and lyrics that went with it and now on this next project that we're working on uh you know i'm keeping that same vibe but then i'm trying not to swear as much because yeah <laughs> i realize a little more marketable yeah not even it's just you know when you got to turn around and give it to a radio station i'm like oh why did i yeah, swear so many sensors <laughs> there and it's just you don't i I never really swore a lot in my previous music. It's just this time I was like, I'm going to try something different. I don't care. I'm just going to beep, beep, beep. Yeah. So. So ideal. What, who are your influences on this new project that you guys are working on right now? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say anyone particular. It's just the, the sound that's current right now. I think it really captures that. It has that, that balance. It's very energetic. It's up-tempo. And everyone that's heard so far, some of the stuff that we're working on, I'm super excited about it. And, we are as well. It's because it's going to be a collaborative project between myself, Mike Logic, and Words. It's nice. Gonna, yeah. yeah, we're, we're going to bar out. We got some dope production coming from uh, Europe and stuff. I got my European brothers over there. Hooking. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think it just called the album Passports because we're traveling. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. You heard cool. it here first. Yeah, right? <laughs> Definitely heard it here first. So when you're creating music and putting out things like that, do you have a creative process or like a template that you try to follow, or is it pretty free-flowing? It's pretty free-flowing. I think at the end of the day, it's more along. You're just kind of doing what the beat do. Okay. You get your inspiration from there. Like when I was coming up and, and making music, it was always like I kind of liked the sampled songs because the hook was already kind of in Built there. And in it there. told you where to go with it. But over time, I don't know, it's just gotten to the point where I'll hear the beat and I'll start humming. And the, I come up with the hook first. Sure. Okay. Yeah, because that's it's really what it is. It's like the skeleton of the song. Yeah, because that's gonna guide everything. And I mean, even if you had the hottest bars and the hook was garbage, it ain't gonna do nothing. It's not catchy enough. No. Yeah, the hook is where it's at. So, I I would definitely say that I start out myself with the hook, and then from there, it's kind of like you're listening to the beat and you're noticing different patterns to it. And the one thing you don't want to be when you're doing music is stagnant with your flow throughout. Sure. There's a lot of guys that'll be. You know, and it's just the same cadence for 16 bars, and it's not. That's not how music is. That's not hot. It's it's got to be changed up. So you can, I'll start humming and start noticing, them, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I have to play with my flow like this. So it really is hook, then flow, got then it. words. So I mean, I I 100% agree with that because if I hear just even a little, it doesn't even have to be a soundbite of anything, and it, I can't get it out of my head. I have to get into the lab and just bust it out. But when when you're working on that hook, when you hear that, what what's that first thing that you do? Um, or maybe it's the first thing you hear that that starts you on that hook. What can you give us like an example of like a track that you're working on or have worked on in the past that let's start it off with like that that hook. 
Yeah, it, it's really just finding the melody in, in that in that. Well, I mean, like, I don't know if there's a lot of artists, if you ever listen, some of them, I don't even think they know where the hook is in the beat. Yeah. So that would be the first part. It's kind of identifying through in the instrument where the hook is. Yeah. And then once you get there, it's kind of like just finding the melody and trying to come up with something that's super catchy, super, like, repeatable that people will hear right away and, and just go with it. So that's usually the process. And, yeah, I, I think a lot of the stuff that we got coming up now is super hook heavy and it's going to be really catchy. So I kind of wanted to, to try something out here, and I wanted to list off some big names in the music industry, specifically, obviously, the hip-hop scene, and I wanted to get your thoughts and opinions, you know, about their like their style or just your overall, you know, opinion on them. This is going to be a lot of fun, I can already <laughs> tell you. So let's start with Eminem. Eminem, man, if you ask me, he's probably one of the GOAT. He's probably the GOAT. And he's in my top five, and I honestly, I have him at one, and I know I get a lot of flack from people like, how you put him number one? At the end of the day, that dude's a monster. He's just with the pen, and no one's seen him. And you definitely don't want to battle him. I, oh, myself, yeah. I'm like, I'll battle anybody. I'm like, I don't know about him. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's do Joyner Lucas. Joyner Lucas is a dope artist. Uh, he's definitely someone that spits that fast flow. And I, I've been rocking with him. I like the visuals that he puts out. And that's somebody that when he drops something, I will definitely check it out. And I'm a fan of Joyner Lucas. I like everything he's done so far. Uh, Drake. Drake. Uh, you know, I caught a lot of flack, too, when he first came out. Because <laughs> a lot of people, like, they, it was popular to hate on Drake. But at the end of the day, I mean. The Degrassi star. Yeah. But if you look at the body of work and the career he's put in, man, he's up there on the Mount Rushmore, yeah. one of the better artists. For I mean, sure. regardless if he writes his lyrics or not, you know, that is what it is. It's but, the final product, too, though. You yeah, look th at. I don't care. I tell a lot of people, like, just because the artist doesn't write it, Someone could like Eminem could write your flow for one of us in here, and we but we still have to go out there and perform deliver it, it. Yeah. and deliver it, and then still be enough of a character or a personality that people would want to care about. If you're not that, you could have the greatest lyrics in the world, with, written by the greatest lyricist ever, and no one's gonna care. So, ideal, you brought up your top five. Um, does Chicago have anything to do with your top five? Because I know it's a, it's a kind of a big deal for my top five for hip hop. I want to know if like. The city has influenced your top five at all? Uh, no, there's no artist in the top so five. Kanye? I was going to ask Kanye, what are your, I mean, if he's not in your top five, where do you rank him in terms of, you know, as an artist? Let's say, is he in your top 10, top 20? Or I think he... he'd probably have to be in like the top 25. I mean, I never put thought, that much thought into how deep the list would right, go. Right, sure. But, yeah. I mean, I, I loved early Kanye, and I don't know, recently, the years passed, I've just, he dropped something like his new album dropped and I was excited to review it from the show that we have. Yeah. And I still haven't got around to it. Really? So. <laughs> Just shows you where I'm at <laughs> with Kanye. I got two more artists that I want to get your thoughts on. Okay. Um, uh, one of which is going to be extremely popular. The other one's extremely um, polarizing in my opinion. Okay. So first off, I want to go with Kendrick Lamar. What are your thoughts on him? Kendrick Lamar is dope. Like he's one of those artists like we, I was talking about earlier that just switches his flow and his cadence many times within just the verse itself oh, and then like sometimes he has a song and it's like it's like literally like three songs in one song that he's done so he's extremely talented i initially when i first heard him i wasn't wasn't the biggest fan of his voice yeah. for me that's one of the bigger things but i mm -hmm. guess over time i've just it's gotten over it now the last guy who i want to ask you about unless nick has somebody else afterwards is someone who i've found that people either love or people either hate and that's logic <laughs> see i like logic because I like some of his songs, but if you really break down his lyrics and 
I'm not trying to be a hater, but I'm going to be a hater right now. He ain't saying nothing. Really? He's like, I go through it and I get it. I flip it. I rip it. I stick it. And it's like, okay, like you're okay. You're flowing and you're rhyming fast, but you didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some, I guess you could say unpopular opinions that you have that you get a lot of flack for in, in, you know, oh. whether it be some like a producing style or whether it be some of the big name artists, what are some unpopular opinions that you have that you want to defend yourself on? The one opinion that I have, and I know Mike logic, when you hear this, this is for you. It's there's so many artists nowadays, like, you know, there's a big culture in the, here in the city where like a lot of the hip hop takes place. Right. And everyone is so sticking to their guns about the way it should be done. And, you know, these kids, this and that. And, and their style is so 1989, 90. Here we are. We're rapping. Step into the beat. You know, I'm like, that's not how you flow no more, man. You don't do that no more. It's, you sound like an old man. <laughs> and, and I'm that like, did sound really old when yeah, you were doing and that. And I'm like, that's, that's don't fly. That ain't cool. The kids don't want to care about it. Man, the greatest thing I've had when I've gotten off stage recently is like, I've had like 18, 19 year old kids come up. Man, I'm rocking with that. I know I'm a lot older than they are, but the simple fact is they recognize what I'm making is it moves enough and it, it they feel it. Whereas opposed to some of those other guys, they get out there and they're rapping and they're they're, they're so extremely hip hop. And I'm like, man, hey, that's not where it's at, man. That's not the move. <laughs> so ideal, 2020 is coming up on us pretty fast. Yes, sir. What are you looking forward to the most next year? Man, we're gonna drop this album, Shine Native, myself. Mike Logic words, and then we're probably going to go hit the road with our other homie, Evan Hughes. There you go. And then from there, we're just going to put out multiple con- multiple videos and just try to build on this brand. And I feel like it's, damn, this album is going to put us on where it should be. So stay tuned. Be, be in tune for that. But in the meantime, make sure you check all my music out at Ideal Raps. Make sure you check at Mike Logic, M-I-C-L-O-G-I-K. And make sure you check out Words, W-R-D-S, and shout out. Shout out Throne C because she's really the backbone of Shine Ada and the one that gets everything going. And now where can people find you, what you're working currently on is your radio show, I know for a fact. Where can yes. they reach you at, with that? Yeah, if you're an artist out there, you can definitely reach out to us at Radio at Gmail. Send your clean submissions in and we'll check them out. You know, we, we all sit down, we go through them, we decide which songs we like and we play them. Then we give a live critique and, you know, you can check us out, esmradio.net as well as 88.9 FM on your dial if you're near Lyle. I just love saying that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we always go live on the Facebook page, Shine Native Entertainment. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Good stuff. Let me know when you guys are hooking up with Evan. I'm actually hooking up with him in a couple weeks, too. Yeah. Are you going to be out there in uh, Juliet? I think so. Yeah, I'm yeah. coming out there. Okay, cool. So I'll hook up with you guys on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, hey, man, we appreciate you coming in the studio. Check him out. Uh, we'll give all his social and everything like that as well again. But uh, we got Chris Siha, a.k.a. Ideal, in studio with us. Um, what idealraps.com idealraps.com shine native entertainment on facebook you know however else any other plugs that you want to give while you're here no nah, that's it man you, every social media I, at ideal raps i-d-e-a-l-r-a-p-s and like i said follow mike logic m-i-c-l-o-g-i-k and words uh, at w-r-d-s-1 awesome hey we appreciate you coming in studio ideal um, you know, if you ever have any sort of artists or something like that that you think would be interesting to have on the show, definitely we'd love to have them, you know, and then we'll also make sure that we'll get in touch with anybody who we think is possibly good for Shy Native. All right. Appreciate you guys. All right, Thank guys. you, Nick. All right, idea. Thanks, Chris. All right. All right, guys. That was the first interview here on the Nick's Mix podcast. We definitely appreciate Chris taking the time to come out and visit us in studio. And, you know, Chris, obviously, if you need any help with anything that we can offer, which... 
albeit is very limited, but if you have anything that you guys need, definitely let us know. More than happy to help you guys out. And with that, I want to go ahead and start talking about the giveaway that we have going on because we've got a lot of questions about it throughout the week. So it's going to be super simple to enter, win, all that good stuff. The Facebook page for the Next Mix podcast will be releasing a post, and that'll be promoting this week's episode. All you have to do to win this giveaway is going to be share the post, you have to like the post, and then whoever leaves the funniest comments on the post will win a $20 Amazon gift card. We decided that with Black Friday around the corner, it would probably be pretty timely to start giving away shopping gift cards or something like that, which is weird to say, right? Black Friday right around the corner. It just seems like this whole year's flown by. It's been super crazy. So, so we definitely want you guys to be able to win that. Like I said, you have to share the post, like the post, and leave the funniest comments and the Deadline for that, what we'll stop looking at it, is going to be Wednesday at 3 p.m. So Wednesday at 3 p.m. is the last time that you can enter your comments, if you will. You can leave a bunch of different comments, you know, spray and pray your comments to think that you're going to be the funniest. But we'll be taking submissions up until Wednesday at 3 p.m. So make sure you guys leave your comments, like and share, so that way you'll be entered in for the giveaway. We really appreciate you guys tuning in to the Knicks Mix podcast this week. I warned you it was going to be a bit of a shorter episode because I don't feel like you guys want to hear me ramble on for an hour. I can do that, but that's not really the show we do here. We'll have the regular dynamic coming back up next week with the regular episodes. Trying to get a couple more guests in studio. Uh, If you guys think you're interesting enough or you know you know anybody that you would like to hear on the podcast you can definitely submit those people to us you know through the facebook page or the nicks mix fans at gmail.com email if that's your style as well so thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode have a great weekend stay safe on the roads don't speed through ice slow down do all that good stuff so thanks guys so much for tuning in have a good weekend